Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, welcome to this Cricket Badger India vs England daily podcast by the fans for the fans. Virat Kohli's India with Rohit Sharma, Jasprit Bumrah and Ravi Ashwan and young starlets like Rishabh Pant and Shubman Gill. They play host to Joe Root's England with Jimmy Anderson, Ben Stokes, Stuart Broad and young talents like Ollie Pope and Zach Crawley. It's always England's toughest tour. Good luck to both sides. May the best team win. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Test Daily Podcast. I'm James Butler, the Cricket Badger, joined today by Naman Shah and Sam Dalling as we look ahead to the fourth Test match between India and England in Ahmedabad. Let's start with you, Naman. We've had loads of talk. We've had all sorts of stuff talked about the pitch and pink balls and stuff. We'll try and leave that behind today and just look ahead to hopefully five days of terrific cricket in the fourth Test match. In terms of India preparing for this match, there's a lot riding on this, isn't there? Because 2-1 up in the series, they know if they win this series, they put themselves into that World Test Championship final. Ajinkya Rahani saying that that will be as good. Winning that World Test Championship final will be as good as winning the World Cup for India. And I think that's quite a refreshing thing to hear. I've not necessarily personally been turned on hugely by the World Test Championship yet, but the fact that India are taking it seriously is good for Test cricket. Yes, a lot. And... Uh... Somewhere there was, a, this championship was designed to at least provide some status on uh, of the test match teams. And uh, yes, this is only uh, going to help the test match nation, playing nation uh, like Afghanistan, Zimbabwe, Ireland, at least uh, maybe next if it is designed so they could go on somewhere and play uh, with the more competitive teams such as England, India, Australia. So yes, not fully uh, we are satisfied with this uh, championship being designed but yes there is uh, somewhere goal to improve the 
test match watching uh, nations we could say uh, the more focus should be on more uh, red ball cricket and not only on uh, white ball cricket uh, yes overall uh, rahane and uh, which team wouldn't like uh, to be honest to play the finals uh, that too with uh, new zealand in lords uh, so yes it should be a dream come true and uh, it is quite refreshing uh, we have been only watching uh, uh, white ball world cups right now so it is going to be a totally different experience altogether and uh, yes uh, very much excited for that too in in terms of how that impacts on this fourth test match it just adds an extra layer of potential drama to this fourth test doesn't it because if england win this fourth test match then india's hopes of getting to that world test championship die so there's a lot riding on it for virat kohli's men virat kohli this year he could lead his team to victory over england they've got the world um, t20 coming up as well and the world test championship so this is one of the cogs in a very big year for virat kohli and the indian team Yes, a lot. But knowing this uh, young Indian team and also how Virat Kohli has uh, uh, taken up the captainship and he has led the troops, I don't think they would be taking any extra pressure uh, thinking about the World Test Championship uh, a lot. Uh, they would be trying to play good cricket out there because. Uh, also as virat kohli mentioned in today's press conference also they are yet to play their best cricket they have not batted well especially the likes of pujara rahane kohli himself it's not only about hundreds but yes they are quite good players what then what they have shown till now so i feel that they are here to play only good cricket what they will do uh, in the fourth test match and not uh, pressurize themselves by thinking a lot about the world championship sam from england's perspective obviously two one down in the series now yeah a lot of people suggest that they might be a little bit shell-shocked and battered from uh, what's gone on over the last uh, couple of test matches in India. But this is an opportunity for Joe Root's team. I, I saw his quotes the other day saying that coming out of this series 2-2 would be a major fillet for this test side. England have got a lot to play for too. Yeah, I think well, it feels like so long ago we, we at last had test cricket because of how quickly the first oh, the third test finished. But yeah, I saw Joe Root yesterday was saying, look, we're 2-1 down. There's one game to go. Do the math. We could still come away with a draw. And then It'll be interesting to see how the narrative changes again completely. From we've gone from what? Oh wow, how wonderful England are! Oh, they're rubbish. They're rubbish. We could go back to how wonderful they are again. So yeah, it would be a phenomenal achievement, as he said himself. But plenty to play for, and I think the Australians will also be cheering on England for the first time ever. So you know, look, it doesn't look great after the last couple of tests. The signs are pretty ominous, but you just never know in sport, and that's what's wonderful about it. England. There's the bigger picture all could come away with a draw, but there are all these little, as we've talked about on various podcasts, little subtexts as well. Everyone, you know, Don Best might come in, Ben Folks with Josh Butler breathing over his shoulder. So there's so much still to play for. In terms of what you've just said there, really, at the start of that answer, Jerry said to the second test match that, yeah, after a victory, it's, in, it's important to stay level. After a defeat, it's important to stay level. And these guys that are playing test cricket for England haven't become bad players overnight have they you know they've had two bad test matches where in Indian conditions which is completely alien to them they've struggled but there's still a good test match side that England have got going and, and they're still moving in the right direction they can only learn from this series quite right and they will I am sure they are, these guys are, are professionals they are very good at shutting out the noise I'm sure they do have a look and they occasionally will bite back but they will not suddenly you know lose all their belief in their test cricket playing ability just because they've lost a couple of games and the narrative and in the, in the media and the wider world has changed. So they will be looking at it in a much, much, much longer term. I think they'll be happy, you know. So say they were to get a draw, they'd come away having having won in Sri Lanka and, and drawn in India, which is a pretty phenomenal set of results, really. If England win the fourth Test match, Sam, 
and then they go on and beat New Zealand at home by two matches to nil. There's a few ifs in this uh, this long question. Any series win at home to India would take them to the top of the ICC Test rankings if New Zealand then win the, the World Test Championship final. If Australia or India win the World Test Championship final, England would need to beat India by two Test matches in that series to still become world number one Test side. So it kind of just underlines a little bit what we've just said, really, that England aren't that far away, are they? There's a few, I think, quite unrealistic things in that sentence I've just given you. The first one being winning this fourth test match in Ahmedabad, but England aren't too far away from being at the very top of the tree. No, lots of ifs, like you said, but I've used ifs and but, there you go. Uh, isn't it wonderful? So yes, England aren't too far away. They're, they're a really good side. I don't want to say great. I don't want to say, yeah, I don't want to kind of lay it on too thick, but there are, as you've said, you've named four sides there who are all vying for this number one spot. So those margins, because there's all these different permutations, it just shows how close it is. And, and sometimes it might be conditions or form of one or two players that will squeeze one side above. But isn't it wonderful that we might have that top spot or whatever it is changing hands quite regularly? That can be good for Test cricket. If, a, if it's close at the top and also the quality is wonderful, then that is just where we want to Test cricket to be. We came into this test series in India saying that England were on the right track in terms of their test cricket. Um, I think we can still say that despite the fact that we all know they're terrible when it spins square. That's no revelation really. So I think England are on the right track in terms of their test cricket. And it's nice to see as well. I mean, after four years preparing for that World Cup win, which was fantastic and dramatic, they did seem to take their eye off the red ball a little bit. But Chris Silverwood and Joe Root have combined to really put a focus back on five-day cricket in the red ball, haven't they? And that, that's good to see from an English perspective. For those of the of us that love Test cricket, we want to see this England team taking it seriously. Yeah, and they 100% are. And Chris Silverwood and, and Joe Root seems to be a, a great combination as coach and captain. And I think particularly, but that's so important, isn't it? At top-level sport, we see those sorts of relationships, particularly in cricket, where there's so much time together, so much thinking to be done. It's much more... Uh, captaincy, I suppose, is, I think it's a bit more important than in something like football, where it's almost a ceremonial role, where you're just kind of vocal out on the pitch. You're not making decisions in the same way that Joe Root is. Have so you I, seen the um, the Tottenham thing on Amazon? I I, mean, I can't repeat the, the team talks that the captain gives in the Tottenham dressing room, but it is basically... Harry Kane was captain for one of the games, and he gets the team in a circle, and he basically says, right, F, let's go out and effing do this, you effers we're going to effing win this game that's his team talk I think the, in cricket the team talks are a little bit more maybe a little bit more intelligent than that yeah and I think I, I have seen it and yeah that is a, is a great example of Harry Kane is a wonderful footballer it's a very different concept Joe Root and Chris Silver spend a lot of time planning how they're going to approach things together and particularly you know we've talked about the rotation and the rest and so there is so much to think about I can't imagine Dozy Mourinho and Harry Kane, I'm sure they do talk quite a lot, but I can't imagine them having the same level of discussion and there being the same involvement. So I think cricket, it's important to have these combinations. And if you stumble across one that works, which this, this one really does seem to work, then it looks like England are a, a test team that are improving. And, you know, they know their limitations. I don't think they've ever really come out and said they're the they're world beaters from the off. They know they're a work in progress and we just have to let that unfold without being a bit too hysterical. It's that Badger style. 
Thank you very much indeed to Black Rat Cricket for their support of these podcasts. And they've joined forces with the Badger. It's the Rat and the Badger giving you a fantastic opportunity to win a classic bat. That bat could be yours. It's between 2.09 to 2.11 pounds. Butterfly Willow, handmade, UK made, and it'll come to your door, knocked in and ready to go for the season ahead. If you want to win that cricket bat and score some runs with Black Rat Cricket this summer, we need you to do three things. You need to be following the at cricket underscore badger Twitter feed. You need to be following at Black Rat Cricket on Twitter too. And then you need to email the answer of this question to james at cricketbadgerpod.com. Which player scored a double century in the first test match of the current India versus England series? Which player scored a double century for England in the current India versus England test match series? Send that answer and your name and address to james at cricketbadgerpod.com. Don't forget, you need to be following at cricket underscore badger and at black rat cricket on Twitter. Good luck, everybody. That bat could be yours. The draw will be made after the final one-day game in this current India versus England series. BlackRatCricket.com Handmade English Willow Bats They do have a cashmere range for bats 0-4 Starter kit all the way to pro-level kits They're based in Yorkshire There is team wear available And there is a new signature range coming soon in February Bats made by cricketers for cricketers Make 2021 count with Black Rat Cricket Naman, back to you. I mean, this, the same applies with India, really, in terms of everything we just said about England. You know, a, a, a very, very fine test side. If they have a number of good results over the next few months, they'll be number one in the world as well. So they're not far away. Obviously, winning in England would go a long way to doing that, which is something they've not done before. But India are taking test cricket very seriously too, aren't they? I mean, the white ball, the IPL, all of their star players in that kind of maybe just sidetracks a little bit from the test arena. But India take test cricket very seriously as well. Yes, a lot, James. And I feel the preparation has been bang on. And uh, yes, they have never, never, ever taken a red ball uh, uh, softly. I feel uh, Virat Kohli and uh, troops uh, have... Also, Ravi Shastri, they have managed to do well uh, in Test cricket. If you see last uh, journey of India in last five years, also in Australia, just you saw it's not only about winning, but the resources we are having with us, uh, whether it is Siraj jumping in, whether it is Sundar jumping in. Uh, so what... Uh, also, COVID has helped uh, every team is to look for the other youngsters as well and not just stick around uh, 13 to 14 guys and just rotate amongst themselves. Uh, so what it has done is it has brought in more talents uh, where the team can choose from. So moving on from here after this England tour, when we travel again to England and then uh, other uh, tours away from India, we are having a lot of resources to choose from. Uh, just like uh, Sundar, we have, yes, Nadim only played one match, but he is quite much experienced. What he has shown in domestic cricket is just fantastic. You saw the new talent coming up, Aksar Patel. He has been a master class so far in this test series. So it also gives certain players such as Jadeja and everyone to be on their toes and keep performing the way they used to do because 
uh, youngsters are here and they are here to replace. Uh, we saw what uh, Crawley and Dominic Sibley are doing uh, for England, what Pope is doing for uh, England. So this is uh, Test cricket is giving chance. Uh, majorly, I would thank this COVID scenario for bringing such a huge squad and so much to choose from and giving everyone an opportunity. That's something really important, I think, for that Indian side is that they have got that strength in depth now and that you know, despite the riches they can earn in their own domestic IPL, they can't take it for granted, can they? They Just because they got a, they're a big star in India doesn't mean they've got a God-given right to be in that test team. And with people snapping on their heels, that competition for places now is really positive, isn't it, for India? They, you know, Everybody needs to perform to stay in that side. Yes, absolutely. Uh, no matter who you are in that particular team, uh, even if it is a danger that you, like, uh, you are rested for two or three matches and suddenly a player is coming up. Right now, no one is naming Mohammad Shami because Siraj is performing so well. So you have to earn a particular spot in uh, the all. In life, always the task is about maintenance. Uh, the major thing that uh, takes a toll is maintenance. You have to like earn that particular spot and maintain your spot with uh, dignity and your hard work. And uh, there are players, so many players out there in the uh, domestic level who are working so hard. They are performing so well. Uh, you know Surya Kumar Yadav and uh, like of Ishan Kishan who, are, who have like performed so well in domestic cricket and they get a chance after... Uh, playing for about 10 to 12 years and uh, so uh, it is exciting for young team players but also a lesson for the players who are already in the team and playing for quite a, some time and not performing so it keeps them on toes uh, to keep performing when you've got 1.6 billion people in india naman uh, and you're you're one of these guys you want to either play for the women's international team or you want to play for the men's international team do you i mean there's such a massive population who are all cricket crazy to get into that indian side in the first place regardless of whether you go on and have success it's a major achievement isn't it because you've beaten off so many competitors to get to that level it's a phenomenal achievement and it's not about just scoring hundreds and double hundreds it's proper hard work uh, we only tend to see what we are uh, shown on the tv sets but not the hard work what they do in the training they're getting up uh, early morning uh, doing all the drills and everything and maintaining your uh, your aura and uh, you have to nowadays also take care about your social media accounts and you, it's so much maintenance all around and just focusing simply on cricket and so much talent in India as you have mentioned 1.6 billion and getting uh, like selected and to play it's just uh, more than an achievement it's also pride of India that is why we respect uh, the likes of Sachin Tendulkar, Rahul Dravid what they have done for India not only on field also off the field how they maintain themselves so it's like they are the role model today why cricket is so much famous in India and uh, right now the youngsters are uh, taking it as a career option as well and uh Yes, it's phenomenal achievement, as you mentioned. Sam, coming into this fourth test, England obviously want to try and win this to, to get the, the series draw. Can you see too many changes? I mean, I was, I was a little bit critical of the team they picked for the pink ball test because I think they under-egged the spin options and so it proved. You've got Don Bess who's sitting in the dugout there who I'm sure is champing at the bit to get another go before he goes home. Um, Johnny Bairstow came in and got a pair. Will they stick with him or will they bring in a Dan Lawrence or maybe look back to a Rory Byrne? Do you think there's too many changes there for an England side? It's been a series of change from an England perspective, so it wouldn't be going against the grain to make a few changes. I think Don Bass is, by all accounts, set to be recalled. I think that's probably a good decision. You know, Joe Root picked up five for bold 
ball really well, but I still think Don Best is a is a better off spinner. With all due respect to Rooty, and I love Rooty to bits, but he's not going to take five for eight every innings, is he? No, it's you know it's an extraordinary, and I'm sure wasn't he bowling in South Africa this time last year, and people criticising himself for bowling himself too much. So yeah, I think Don Best will come back in. I've seen talk that they might slide Pope up to three and and move Best though down to six. I wouldn't be against that. That's a bit more of a long term solution, isn't it? I think they've been wary of pushing Pope too far up the order too quickly but now might be his time I think that's probably where they see him batting for England long term and best they, you know well he's far from old he's 31 but he's it, I don't know there's something about the best they recall that feels a bit stopgappy even though I really like him as a cricketer in general I always think with Johnny I mean his time may be over in terms of test cricket and he can make a massive living in white ball cricket because he's good enough I always feel that he, he's been a stopgap throughout his career almost with, with test cricket he's been given the gloves is it going to be temporary is it going to be permanent? Would he be better served as a batsman? Stick him up to number three. He can fill that void, take the gloves off him. Then he gets a few low scores. He's out the team. Then he's back in again. That's been Johnny's test career, hasn't it, really? Yeah, it has. And that, that doesn't help. That cannot help him both in terms of your knowing your cricketing role in the side. You know, I think he'd bat very differently coming in at first drop, particularly for England, where you seem to be in quite quickly most of the time in the last couple of years, batting at six, where you might have a completely different role. But also mentally, I don't think that can help in terms of knowing you have the backing. Of course they back him, and of course people are going to say that. But in my mind, if I was being moved, shifted around so much, and actually it was like, well, okay, so where we can use Johnny to paper over it, paper over this crack or as a little a filler here and there it can't be great for your personal there must be something in your mind that perhaps thinks oh well you know I'm only I'm only here because of X, Y and Z rather than they've gone right we definitely want him in the side let's get him in the side regardless so I I do feel for him I mean he's played a lot of test matches mind series and as you say he has made a very good uh, a world class white ball career really but yeah I I think maybe moving him down to six might be the beginning of the end if that point hasn't already come it always makes me laugh you know when Johnny comes into the sides and they say that oh Root's recalling his best mate just because they've known each other since they were teenagers doesn't mean they're close <laughs> yeah, I don't think they are that close actually but they rub along together and get on but I don't think they're, they're bosom buddies by any stretch of the imagination Ollie Pope go back to him he obviously came into the test side was it three years ago now and they batted him at number four Surrey quite rightly said well he's never batted there in his life it's a little bit unfair to stick him in there there comes a time doesn't there with Ollie Pope that he stops being this young pup that they're protecting and they actually start to use him as a fully fledged test player and play him in the place where long term they think he's going to be of most benefit and probably that number three spot if Zach Crawley does go up to open is where he, he belongs isn't it so it'd be interesting just as a one-off in this test match to see um, to give him that opportunity to bat at number three because if he can make a fist of that and he can bat as as well as we think he can because I know Naman's a big fan of Ollie Pope and I'm sure you are and I certainly am I think he's going to have a terrific test career if things go you know, with a fair breeze behind him it would be quite interesting to see him not be protected and just thrown up there and see what he can do yeah i think i think you have to because as you said i mean he's only 23 so he is still very young but everyone talks so highly of him there's all this expectation on him to be the next whoever the next bell they they obviously expect a lot of him but it almost becomes self-fulfilling if you continue to bat him at six for so long as i'm having a look he's played 16 tests now average is 32 if he plays another 10 15 tests batting at six and as i've just said it's a, a different game and sometimes you're batting with the tail different situations all of a sudden he's played 30 test matches and people are then beating him with that stick saying well he's only averaging 30 odd in across 30 test matches but that's because he's never had a run 
uh, where they want him to bat. So, and it, and it does seem they've protected I, him more than some of the other youngsters that have come yeah. into that side. You know, Dan Lawrence, who you know, obviously bats higher up for Essex, but he gets thrown in. He's not protected by being introduced at six or seven in the order. And the, the beauty of having Ollie Pope, if he can make a fist of going further up the England eleven, um, it means that you do open up the potential for a Joss Butler to bat at six, where he's had most success, and it just makes that side look a little bit more, little bit more balanced. And you know, if, if Ollie Pope can average forty or forty-five or even fifty at number three three that answers a massive question doesn't it that England have got because that top three still not quite working is it yeah completely agree you can only do so much talking about a player ultimately you don't know how they're gonna fare batting at three and in test matches until you give them a prolonged go so they can they protect him really well I quite like the way they've done it he's come back from his latest injury they, they, he, I think he did get 100 in the warm-up game in Sri Lanka even though he couldn't really field so he wasn't eligible for the actual for the test matches over there but I think now is the time to give him a run of game and say right you're batting at three for the rest of this year particularly with the Ashes in mind if that's what they want to bat him to bat in the Ashes they can't turn up in Australia and say right now you're batting three against that pace attack so I think they've got to give him a go I really hope that he comes good but equally you need to know if he's not going to so you have to at some point push the proverbial button I think that time is now I, I think it's really interesting you know when a player matures and like you I've, I've written pieces about youngsters and you talk about the, the you, you use the word potential and a young talent and everything but there comes a time isn't there and I'm, I've never quite worked out when, where it is and it obviously changes from player to player where a player stops being potential and stops being a young pup and stops being somebody for the future and actually becomes somebody for the present who is actually part of that side and I think for Ollie Pope that time has probably come now so it's going to be really interesting to see how England use him as Sam says at number three potentially in this test match but then hopefully through the in English summer as a run-up to the Ashes and he can make a fist at that. Cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at manscaped.com help you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now, Danimus set. Oh, manscaped.com. Maximum skin safe performance, compact design, advanced engineering, ceramic blade, waterproof. And it doesn't end there. Show you care by caring for your pair. Cleansers, revivers, preservers. Simply go to manscaped.com. Quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com. Get on there now. Now, man, in terms of uh, India's side for this uh, final test match, I saw Virat Kohli saying, obviously, Jasprit Bumrah, for personal reasons, has uh, removed himself from the squad. Virat Kohli was saying this morning that not too many other changes will be made. You, you can see India sticking with the, the winning formula, can't you? Yes, what I have uh, heard is uh, Kuldeep is coming in for Sundar and uh, Umesh Yadav is replacing Bumrah, who has taken leave uh, as he's getting married uh, this uh, in two weeks. So uh, the two changes, what I have seen is uh, Kuldeep Yadav and uh, Umesh Yadav, these two are the changes. And I feel uh, since the third uh, proper spinner is coming in and uh, India is shortening up uh, their batting lineup, I feel it's again going to be a turning wicket right from ball one. You say that though, uh, I've seen a few whispers to say that it might be a little bit more of a road this time. I looked at the surface, the pictures that I saw of the surface yesterday and there's only so much you can really read from a picture taken 20 yards away from a, from a strip and it looks a little bit more healthy than it did for the uh, the third test match you'd imagine the curator at Ahmedabad 
will be quite up for the having the game going in, at least into day four, so he doesn't get pelters again. Um, and it doesn't do India's World Test Championship hopes and the series hopes any harm for the draw to be part of the equation, does it? Not at all. Uh, I feel, uh, end of the day, uh, to be honest, thinking too much about the pitch, I feel the, both the teams just need to focus on uh, batting well out there as both the teams have been bizarre uh, in the uh, last uh, uh, two matches or so. Yes, uh, they have, uh, Ashwin has scored a century, but apart in Rohit Sharma, apart from those, all the players have not been that quite well on this wicket even if it is turning in it's not that India is playing good uh, cricket yes the spinners have delivered the bowlers have delivered but uh, we are also yet to perform on this uh, wicket so I feel the focus should be more on batting and uh, scoring good runs and uh, just not think about the pitch a lot that's the concern I was thinking about that last night now Anna. I'm glad you brought it back into my head there because if you actually look at the two batting lineups for both sides Rohit Sharma has been a class above for India in this series getting them off to a great start at the top of the order but other than that one century from Ravi Ashwin nobody else is in incredible form Virat's got 150 hasn't he but he, he's not necessarily got the big score that he's been looking for and if you look at the England batting order Joe Root's obviously had a very good winter but nobody else is, can really look themselves in the mirror and say I'm raring to go I'm in, I'm in terrific form so there's a lot of questions to be asked of both batting lineups really Very much James and I was surprised after the changes what England made in the second test match because this is the point of which I feel England should have considered massively as none, not all the players in India are performing and they were one nil up I felt they should have gone all guns uh, blazing into the second test match because uh, we were already one down and we were, our heads were also down and they should have attacked and uh, being more aggressive rather than focusing more on uh, rotating and uh, they should have got with the uh, best 11 uh, especially with uh, Dom Bess I felt he could have been a massive uh, player in uh, Chennai Test so I feel yes, uh, both the teams, uh, even for England, I just heard the discussion, but what I feel uh, with the techniques, uh, what I have seen from England players, I feel Ben Folk should bat uh, higher up the order because I feel he's looking more comfortable in front of Ashwin and Naksar uh, compared to the other players leaving Joe Root. So I feel he should be promoted maybe at one down, he should be given an opportunity. Else, uh, right from the Sri Lanka tour, I've been saying that other players need to jump in because yes, it was a purple patch for Root, but other players need to step in. It is not going to be always a leech and root sealing uh, the games for you. So even for India, uh, other players need to jump in. As we heard from Kohli today, that runs are not coming from Pujara and Rahane, but they are uh, usually experienced players and they are sticking with them because... Uh, a lot of load goes on those two players because they are the core and strength players where other players rotate around them. But I just feel from my personal perspective, I feel somewhere I feel Rane needs to be given a break and a one for, for this one match, Pandya should be uh, brought in because he is just, he and Rishabh Pant, if they get going and the way they hammer the spinners I feel uh, that could turn out to be an X factor some from England's perspective that batting order as I said to Naman there's not a huge amount of confidence in that batting lineup you know either is Ben Stokes is being woefully out of form nobody else has really you know delivered alongside Joe Root you'd hope that in three or four years whenever it is that England go back to India again there'll be some of those players that will have learnt their lessons from this as well but I did see Jack Leach saying he's quite enjoyed himself out there I think he's you know found the surfaces obviously 
quite friendly to him as a spinner, but he wants to now kick on from the experience in India and try and build and be more productive for England going forward. That's the hope for England, isn't it, now that uh, this fourth test match, they can maybe get a few players getting some time out there in the middle, experiencing Indian conditions for a little bit longer than they have done in terms of batting, and that the likes of Jack Leach and Don Bess as well can can learn from these tours that they've had to Sri Lanka and India and take that forward in their careers. Yeah, I think so. And that will be another one of the subplots. You know, of course, they'll be aiming to win the test, but there will be discussions. I'm sure there's plenty of the batters that would love to spend a bit more time out in the middle. It's all experience. And I know uh, you can't use a test match purely for experience, but they will. a lot of these guys are, are quite young, um, with the exception of, I suppose, Broad and Anderson. All of them could well tour India again and so anytime they, they will be able to draw on this experience in the future and as you said Jack Leach I think um, results aside probably really enjoyed himself particularly after he's come back from being taken apart for one of the better phrase by Rissab Pant so yeah there will be definitely some positives we, we do have a few more positives it would be nice obviously a draw would be a huge positive but if you guys can get a score out there that would be brilliant Zach Crawley batted beautifully for his 50 in the first innings of the last test so more of the same from him and that attacking intent I think England can get people have talked a lot about their mindset of not being hesitant against the spinners actually that's when they got caught in the first test they were very much played through their shots they used their feet and they didn't poke and prod so actually if they can get back to doing that again that will be a positive There's a few years down the line before England go back to India again but I've said uh, on, on a few recent podcasts that it's very difficult to replicate facing a Ravi Ashwin on a Chennai Bunsen and yeah you can put Merlin on turning at 90 degrees but it doesn't necessarily replicate the, the test match and the intensity of a test match so the hope I guess for somebody like an Ollie Pope and a Zach Crawley and, and some of those guys that are in that top order Dan Lawrence as well who, who could still be around in three or four years time even a Joe Root who can obviously is always learning a Ben Stokes too is that they get a little bit of time out there in the middle but it's also taking the lessons isn't it so that next time they go there they know what to expect and they know what to what to train for exactly as you said they will all it's a few years down the line but they will all will all come again even when India come over to England it won't be the same conditions but they would have had more of a chance to look at uh, the likes of Axel Rosalvi maybe they wouldn't have faced before and Ravi Chandra and Ash, Ashwin as well we all know how what, what a wonderful bowler he is but all that time spent out there learning to play bowlers if they get out there and face 100, 200 balls in this test then that could alright it might not have a an impact on this test series but it might have an impact come the summer when actually they, they're able to play those guys a bit more comfortably Now man I can't believe that we're at the fourth test match already I've been looking forward to this um, series of England in India for so long and we're nearly at the end of the test leg of it we've got the white ball to follow of course and I think that's going to be a really exciting white ball series between two very strong white ball teams in India being interesting to see how England go in that one as well um, but in terms of this fourth test match now how do you see it going do you think it's a, a nailed on India victory or do you think England have got a chance in this? I feel India is going to take it uh, but I just want to see England fight out there also yes I just get a feeling that they are getting a bit too defensive I feel that if they win the toss because there is always high chances when the captain is against Kohli the player who is the team who is playing against Kohli because he is very bad at toss I feel England should bowl first and not think about more put, more of uh, putting runs on the board in the first inning itself because likewise they will know how the wicket is behaving they need to give time themselves uh, just to see how pitch behaves but uh, I feel just Ashwin and Naksar and uh, this guys are so much in form uh, uh, England will have to bat first no, also no matter uh, 
how they do it but uh, they will have to perform uh, per, uh, leaving road rest of the guys needs to jump in especially uh, good innings of stokes is uh, long pending but i just feel that england needs to bowl first and uh, see how the pitch is behaving rather than uh, rushing on to batting first and looking of first innings and yes i'm thinking about not to bat uh, fourth uh, on such wickets sam never expected england to win this series it was always going to be tough it would have been incredible if england had won this series it would have been right up there um, and that's obviously not going to happen but at the start of this series if you'd been offered a two all or even a two one defeat i think that there's some respectability in those those score lines absolutely some respectability they can all they've won the first test now we can take that away from them i can't see it finishing two one i think we're going to get a result either way and i think two all most of us you know would have snapped anyone's hands off for two all coming into this test series and if they end up losing three one okay so be it learn from the experience but yeah there's to go into the last test still with a chance is it's quite something given people were predicting a kind of rollover style result well four, four nil was mentioned more than yeah. once by people I, I i listened to doing previews four nil came up a lot exactly so to even be having this conversation where we could still have a, a drawn test series I think is a kudos to Joe Rue, Chris Silverwood and, and everyone else and actually they haven't even as you say they're still in the test series and haven't really played that well for two tests so you could, look, you could spin it around and look at it that way I think that's my only disappointment really from this series so far is that we've had three pretty one-sided games haven't we and it would be nice to see both sides playing at their very best in this fourth test match and getting a, a test match that really does kind of light the fires really because test cricket is fantastic and as I say, I've been looking forward to this series for a long, long time. It'd be nice to see England and India going at each other kind of 50-50 almost in this uh, final game. I'm not particularly bothered who wins uh, this test match as long as we see something that lasts more than five sessions. But we've we've had all that chat. Um, and I'm really looking forward to this fourth test in Ahmedabad in that amazingly big stadium. We, ha- we have the red ball as well, which should help the, uh, the the spectacle. And as I say, plenty of white ball action to follow as well. It happens very soon after the, at the end of the fifth test match too. So straight into that one day stuff as soon as that test series has finished as well Naman and Sam as always thank you very much indeed for joining me I'm going to be going to bed very early today because I'm back up at three tomorrow for the day one flee in the UK many of you will be doing the same and in India as well um, slightly later in the days was it 9.30 in uh, in India Naman? Yes 9.30 in India as well so a fairly early start for people in India too but looking forward to it thanks for listening everybody thank you to Sri Lanka as well not just the number one cricket podcast in Sri Lanka but the number one sports podcast beating all the Premier League football ones and the F1 ones and all the rest of it so thank you very much indeed for the people in Sri Lanka listening to the Cricket Badger podcast wherever you are in the world whether you're in India England or further afield Hopefully you'll enjoy the fourth test in Ahmedabad. I've been James, the Cricket Badger. We'll be back again, of course, tomorrow with our reflections on day number one of that test match. And I'll see you then. Thanks for listening. We will be back every day during England's tour of India. Get in touch on at cricket underscore badger on Twitter. We hope you are enjoying the cricket. See you again tomorrow. Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.